Yes, yes, people, and welcome to episode seven. Episode seven, episode seven of the Larger Than Life <sighs> podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Rory. And um, for those of you watching and those of you listening, you might see and hear a bit of a difference. We've upgraded, baby. We've upgraded. I'm really, really delighted to say that we are now in a new studio. We are going to be here for the foreseeable future, for the next few episodes at least. Um, quite, I, I, it'll be a while, I reckon. Um, I, I like it. I like it. You know I what? Like we call it the Studio 3.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, it. exactly. So um, I'm actually just, you know, we'll shout out the studio, shout out the Halley. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, we are really excited to be here. And, um, and yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and seeing the variety of backgrounds we've given you. This is the third one in episode seven. We're keeping them on their toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know exactly, I mean? <laughs> exactly. I actually think that's quite impressive, to be honest. I Love mean, it. you guys are getting variation with this show and I bet you didn't think you'd be getting that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's time for a bit of consistency. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. Let's, let's cool. get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into um, it. So, right, so as always, we yeah. always start off um, Larger Than Life with our beer of the week. So, what have we got this week, Rory? Right, today... We have a Hamilton tuned hazy pale. It's uh, pretty for those audio listeners. It's a pretty colourful can. Uh, it's got some weird cartoons, kind of sort of acid, trippy sort of visuals going on here. Um, yeah, it's a four point one percent. Found it in the corner shop next door. Mate, mate, this is a weird looking beer. It's spooky. Do you know what it's mad? <laughs> so it's basically it's a can. Right, okay, as they all are. Let me finish. Right. Let me, sorry, give me a chance. Okay, so it is basically, it's a blank can. Literally, the simplest can with a sticker on it. Nothing printed on the can. This is literally a paper sticker. That it is, this is the antithesis of official. <laughs> but that's how you know it's weird and wonderful. I can't lie, bro, I know you went into it, but this can is fucking cool. Uh, there's like animals. There's an artichoke with laughter. There's like... There's a mountain with space. like eyes on it and shit. Eyes, a dog mouth. There's like UFOs, planet. This is a really, really cool can. I'm um, keeping this can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am hoping that this look. Sorry, tastes as good as it looks. I. You know what? I think it will. I think anything with hazy in hazy is a good oh, bet. All the hazy ones we've tried on the show so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banged. So okay. let's. First one, we we'll read out the description okay. just to prepare ourselves. Yeah. So this one is a light, light straw in colour. Mm. This soft, hazy pale ale has aromas of lemon, papaya, and grapefruit, mm. full-bodied with a pleasant biscuity malt backbone, which gives way to a lingering smooth bitterness. Wow! Damn! Wow! Right, that sounds uh, sounds. In- let's let's get into it. Right, Sarah, to episode seven. To episode seven to the new studio. Love it. Christening the new studio. Cheers, Cheers man. Oh, oh, okay. It is fruity as fuck. It, ha- it is. It had a. It's um, fruity. It had an aftertaste that I wasn't yeah. expecting to. Let's maybe, get another. Maybe that's the papaya. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get another. I like it. I'd get a pint of that in the pub. Mm, it smells sweet. It's a summer bear. Yeah, summer bear. Yeah, summer bear. It's a summer bear. It's beer garden yeah. or a festival, maybe. Yeah, 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 festival. yeah. It's also not too heavy as well. Four percent. Yeah, it's exactly. Like easy drinking. Mate, of course you get it at a festival. I mean, literally, look at the artwork. You'd look at this. Yeah, and yeah. You feel like you're tripping looking, <laughs> looking at it. But whoever designed this was definitely on acid or has one hundred percent. Yeah, because this is mad. This is like some Beach Boys. Uh, what's that album called? The one with like vegetables. That, that. I'm not sure. There's a Beach Boys album that's got the song like Vegetables. 
um, and Good Vibrations. I forgot the name. Mm. But that's the kind of vibe it gives me. I see um, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, bro, well, minor rater. Rating, for me, I'm coming straight out of the bat. Mm. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? 8 out of 10. Okay. Solid. I'm going to have to keep, keep a consistent theme as last week and disagree with you. Ooh. You're thinking lower? I am. I'm thinking a 7.5. Okay. That's, that's I'm thinking right. a 7.5. So 7.75 for the Hamilton we'll tune. 7.75. 7.75. That's a solid rating. Okay, fine. Do you know what? We've still not had an awful bit yet. No, we haven't. I'm waiting for our first three out of ten. I'm, I'm almost excited at this yeah, point for that one. We, I don't really know what kind of beer that's going to be. It's going to be one of those weird... I think next time I'm buying the beers, I think I'm going to look for the one... Okay. Which just looks the most horrible bit yeah. possible. Well, now I'm not driving to the studio. We can go for those eight percent. That's true. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna step so up. Maybe next Sarah. time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but so just want to shout out. Not gonna name them in case they don't want to be named. But um, one of our I'll, I'll, I'll call them a fan, a friend of mine, but a fan of the pod who's been listening and supporting every episode sent a suggestion in suggesting that we do a leaderboard for all the beers. Yeah, so why have we not thought yeah, that's a great yeah, yeah. show? Yeah. So we've been doing the scoring. We'll yeah, work yeah. out a way to integrate that. So, bro, um, thank you for giving that suggestion. Great that's idea. Great show. We'll, we'll definitely be doing that. Yeah. Um, because I'd like to get to the point where we're doing some kind of like, you know, ra- rating, competition, stuff and people, like that. People submitting their favourite beers yeah, yeah, to try yeah. and get on the top. Of- yes, I love exactly, that idea. Exactly. Yeah. And you kind of got our like recommendation for the week. I mean, the best thing about doing this podcast as well is that we're going to be trying like a whole variety so of beers. Many beers. Um, so this podcast will definitely be going at least until we run out of beers. By episode 200, we'll just be raging alcoholics. <laughs> just like... But this time we'll be trying five cans a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to try some, try some new excited. ones and weird and wonderful ones. And also the thing is, is that we will exhaust all the options at the uh, at the shops nearby, so we're going to have to like we're going to start ordering start ordering in. in some weird weird beers. Yeah, because another fan did suggest one, and uh, the thing is, because like obviously we've been a bit like temperamental with the studio space yeah. and stuff, and it's not been you know like solid. Mm. Haven't really been able to kind of think about that, but yeah. now we've kind of got this as a hub and a base. We know like what we're doing. We can start to get those exotic ones into. Shout out to the other fan who did suggest that beer. I forgot where it was. I think it was um, a beer from Asia. But we will get around to trying it at some point. We promise. I'm forgotten you. Um, yeah. Okay, maybe not next week. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> at some point when we when we start to order them in. But yeah. we will do. But um, yeah, man. Should we... Uh, let's let's, let's dive it. in. Let's dive in. Um, so we've got a lot of news this week. Yeah. Um, so first bit of news is a journalist from the um, Associated Press. Mm. Um, so was, so recently for context, um, Bing, do you remember Bing? What the, uh, so this is Internet Explorer, right? And then they had their own search engine to rival, to rival um, Google and they came up with Bing. Yeah. And Bing is the deadest search engine ever, right? It's like awful. It's like, it's the Internet Explorer of browsers. It's just shit. So we, it, um, let's play a quick game, Marie. Okay, go on. Let's, ma- let's go through. Yeah. All the different search engines that we can think of, because I can outtop you. Okay. Um, Google. Okay. Bing. Um, Firefox. Um, uh, (laughs) Ask.com. Ask Ask Jeeves. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say that. Okay, MSN. No, it's over when I bring out the Jeeves. (laughs) Yahoo.com. Fuck, I was going to use that one. Um, Safari. MSN. 
Linux. <laughs> get, out get, out there, get out of it. You named two. That, <laughs> that was, was a shot in the dark. You <laughs> named Firefox and you named um, what was the other one? Safari, Safari. which is a browser. It was a browser. <laughs> Anyways, now the reason <laughs> the reason I did that is because how can ask Jeeves? A legitimate search engine that my mum and dad used to Ask use back in the day. Try googling Ask Jeeves right now. You're not gonna Do you find reckon Jeeves is still about. I reckon Jeeves. Yeah. Do you reckon there was a guy <laughs> called Jeeves? Some say that the CEO of Ask Jeeves was actually called Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> I'd and love he, to meet Jeeves. I wonder where he is now. And he just had hyperlinks. Just, <laughs> head, just like yeah, yeah, spitting them out. Um, anyway, he's really good at pub quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone be like, oh, guys, ask Jeeves. <laughs> Just ask my mate, Jeeves. <laughs> but anyway, listen, we digress. Yeah, 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 we digress. Right. We're so bad at the tangents. I know, okay. man. So, um, Bing unveiled, Microsoft unveiled that Bing is going to be incorporating ChatGPT into their search engine, right? So, a journalist from the Associated Press mm. um, was playing around with it, doing some research, and the, the AI chatbot fucking went in on this journalist, right? So... Basically, the chatbot, the chatbot originally started complaining about past news coverage from the press association. Mm. Um, adamantly denied all the like um, all the errors that the journalist was saying to the to the chatbot, and then compa- compared the journalist to Hitler, Pol Pot, and Stalin. And then the journalist was like, "Wait, so can you please explain why um, why are you comparing me to that?" And then the AI replied, you are being compared to Hitler because you are one of the most evil and worst people in history, <laughs> right? Um, and then and then also simultaneously described the reporter as being too short and ug- have an ugly face with bad teeth. This AI went in on them, man. <laughs> I feel like that's a new low when you start to get ripped by like a chap. Like... The very least an AI needs to do is not be horrible to the person using it. Do you know what I mean? But how did that happen? How did it start getting nasty? I uh, it's Bing, mate. Bing's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but I think basically the um, obviously it's probably in its early testing phase, and I guess the maybe maybe the journalist was really that ugly. And yeah, the, the, yeah. the AI just simply couldn't help itself. But this this shit worries me. Yeah, you know what if that's the future? That's taking cyberbullying to like a whole new level. <laughs> Releasing the new iPhone, now included with Siri, the cyberbully. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Look, it'll probably humble some people. I can't oh, lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you get too big for your boots, at least your phone's going to call you out for it. Because yeah. someone needs to fucking shut you up. Just like, if you're like getting a bit too big for your boots, they just sort of bring you down a pen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you're looking pretty ugly today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah you've got bad teeth. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a recommendation for Invisalign. <laughs> Oh um, Alright, next bit of news. Mm. Um, what's your, what's your, what are your thoughts on the weekend? The weekend? As it, the artist. Not Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like, cool, obviously. Really, really good. Mm. Preferred the old, earlier stuff. Okay. Um, basic, favourite song is 100% Wicked Games. I just think it's just such an incredibly song. made song. And that was part of, like, Trilogy, right? Yes. But that was a yeah, compilation, yeah. compilation of, like, is two or three mixtapes or something? So yeah, Trilogy was a mixed mix of... I can't remember the three of them now. There was like House of Balloons. There was another one. And there were two other... There, there was, it was three mixtapes, but combined into one. And that made the album Trilogy. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, um, but The Weeknd is the first ever artist to have 100 million monthly listeners. Wow. Monthly listeners. Sarah. That's crazy, man. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, no. That's fucking wild. That is nuts. Um, I think that the weekend, although he's very commercially 
successful. Mm. I don't. I feel like he doesn't get enough love. Really? Like, obviously, he sells records. He does the Super Bowl, but like, he's like, he basically created. I think he created the whole genre of like, you know, that sort of like dark, moody R and B. Okay. Like that wasn't a thing before the weekend. And I feel like he sort of paved the way for all of that. Interesting. And he's not like, unlike Drake, which we'll, we'll talk about yeah, later, yeah, later yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. Unlike Drake, he's that. like, for, he's, uh, his sound has evolved. Like his last two albums, mm. he's embracing like the whole um, 80s synth heavy sort of vibe, mm. um, which I think is sick. Like I think he does not get enough love. And I think, okay. he's, yeah, I think he's great. Hang on. I want to search him up for a second just Go because on. I'm quite, I've got something in my mind, mm-hmm. which is what, what I'm thinking he he's 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 where he is, and it looks like I'm right. Go on. So he's got. Okay, maybe I'm not. I'm just looking at like his albums and stuff. He's actually been relevant for so fucking long. He's had an album coming out at least every two years. So I do think what you're saying is true. Maybe he doesn't get enough love because maybe he's not regarded as highly as someone who's. I don't know. Let's think about people who have stayed on top for a while. So mm. Pharrell. Uh, the reason I say Pharrell, I guess, is because he's just his name is everywhere. But he was also a producer as well as an artist. And yeah. obviously, like Drake, Bruno Mars. Yeah, um, we're talking about the poppy people. To be fair, um, mainstream. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but there's been a few. Yeah, but I guess the weekend maybe isn't considered as much as a household name as those artists are. Mm. But he should be. He should be you're right because he's been. He's got hits for so long. Yeah, he's been relevant like, for so long since twenty. 20- like 2011, 2010, yeah. 2011. I'm trying to see when did you know you know his you know he didn't reveal his face um, for ages. That's why he was buzzed. That's why. So he was um, he didn't reveal his face for like I think until like maybe it was 2013 or 2014, and then he made the he released an album, and then suddenly, bro, he did a he he did what he did a track for Avatar. What? Yeah. What the new Avatar? Yeah. What? Nothing is lost. Oh, do you know what? I think I remember that playing at the end of the film. What the hell? That's so random. That's so random but, when, uh, like, when yeah. artists just make songs for films. Nah, but him especially, I'm just a bit like, what the fuck? Mm. But yeah, no, he's been relevant for so long, to be fair. Uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to look about when his like first album came out. I, I'm more thinking about, to be fair, when like when Trilogy came out. Trilogy came out. Trilogy came out in 2012. 2012. 30 songs. That's a fucking long one. But wow. All of these songs are like so many streams. Yeah, his first few didn't have as many. But yeah, no, what but I'm think, thinking is... But I feel like he, it's... Because he had... Like that whole sort of dark, moody R&B thing became such a wave and so many artists copied him. Mm. Like so many... It became its whole other genre. And... And now, as soon as that starts becoming stale, he's like devolved his sound. And I think, yeah, I think it's fucking great. Yeah, I'm, no I'm excited fair. for the next um, next weekend project for sure. No, nah, for sure. I mean, if you look, nah, so the the reason I'm not also not surprised mm. that he's got over a hundred million monthly listeners is because, um, yeah, I'm getting a bit toasty I'm as well. Putting the aircon on. Yeah, um, is because he um, his the, his album with Metro Booming was it his no, it was Metro Booming's album. Yeah, but has been, like, one of the top albums for, like, ages now on Spotify. Sorry, um, is, this, is this Metro Boomin's album, or is this... Maybe it's not even the album. I think it might be Creepin'. Oh, yeah, off, yeah, that's off Metro mm-hmm. Boomin's new... Yeah, that's a great song. That's a yeah. banger. I'm looking at his most popular songs at the moment. You've got Creeping. You've got Die For You. How does that go? That is a... From his... Not last album, the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how that goes. Then you've got Starboy... 
Yeah. Blinding lights. It's I was bangers, there. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bangers. bangers, bangers. Blinding lights. When that song came out, that was nuts. And then do you remember it came out? And then when did it come out? Did that come out in 2019. Uh, that was 2020. No, I think it was uh, late 2019. I think. Yeah, yeah, because that was late like one tw- of the first drops before the album. That, yeah, came that out. was one of the first singles for that album. Yeah, and then then that mate, that album was my COVID album. Like yeah, I, I, I associate that I album with COVID. Say, yeah, because I genuinely okay. Here's something controversial. Like, I know on. we're digressing, so yeah, I'll yeah. keep it brief. No, that's fine. It's fine. Um, do you think the weekend would have been as big if COVID didn't happen? Hear me out. Oh, okay. Hear me out. I know what you're gonna say. Blinding yeah, go lights. Mm-hmm got huge yeah. on TikTok. Huge. It was like... That, that's the first viral TikTok like sensation the original, I ever remember. It yeah. was the like, to me, or maybe for the Western world, or like the UK yeah. especially, maybe even the... It was like the first viral TikTok dance. Do you it remember? It was. It, it everyone was. was doing it. And that's how everyone got the association of like TikTok being a dancing app, yeah. app originally. But because... Like, I, me and my sister over COVID, we even fucking did the dance. Do you know why? Because there was nothing else to fucking do in lockdown. That's pretty wet. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Fair enough. Unreal. Yeah. Bro, there was nothing else to do. Yeah. The weather was banging. The weather was... That, that fu- I loved that first yeah, lockdown. Yeah, I don't know what anyone says. I had a great time no, 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 that first no, no, lockdown. But, um, and then, do you, sorry, do you remember, like... So that was, like, the first big TikTok dance. Do you remember Drake completely tried to copy that success? You're gone. Do you remember the Tootsie slide? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember how... Yeah, yeah. And then, like, everyone was like... Bro, we see what you're doing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This is a shit dance. It's classic, right? Um, but yeah, dude, that f- that first um, blind- blinding lights was. I-, I I loved that song when it first came out. Same. But then I grew to fucking now, now I fucking hate that song because it was just was played. Yeah. All over the radio, all day, every Absolutely. day, every radio station. It was all over social media, and I was just a bit like, oh, I just can't. Mm. And adverts. It was all all the adverts as well. I was just like, I can't. I can't listen to it mm. anymore. But. Uh, Objectively, a very, yeah, good, very song. good song. Because yeah, so do you think you would have been success- as successful? Um, yes, I think so. Do you think? So? I think I think maybe even more so. I can imagine that that song came out, Didn't get and he was probably planning to do a tour that summer, and then instead it's COVID. Oh, we can't shit, do any shows. Dog. Imagine doing right. a tour for that After Hours album. That would have mm. like I think it would have been just successful. I think he's talented enough that he doesn't rely on a lockdown. To, Interesting. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair enough. Mm. I don't know. I think it's really hard to talk. Yeah. I think it's really hard to talk. But yeah, fair. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, okay, cool. What's the next bit of news? So, next bit of news. Um, very big fight. Oh! I'll take this Sunday. Line. Yeah, I'll let you take this I'll one. take this one. Okay, bro. So, what did we just have? We just had the Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight. And bro, I can't lie. I was so fucking gassed for this fight. Like, I, I don't even watch boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of like, I got sucked into it. I was, like, yeah. Gas because mm. there'd been so much talk about it, yeah, and so I was so excited for the fight, and um, it happened. And I can't lie, I was watching it and watching the build up, and as Tommy Fury walked out, and like I was nervous, yeah, mate, oh, oh, the nerves, bro. Yeah, like I just, yeah. I can't imagine how they'd be feeling. Trust I'd shit me. myself before going in the ring. That's what I'm saying. Like I was so nervous because I was literally thinking, like, what the fuck, like. In reality, yeah, so Tommy Fury, he's, I swear he's 23, 23, he's 23 years old. He's 23 years old. He looks old. fucking 30, bro. Yeah, he looks so old. He looks, old. he looks like he's lived, like, a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, it tries. <laughs> he's 23 years old, right? He's got his girl and his, his kid. He's got a kid? Daughter. Yeah, Bambi. Oh, That's what he was wearing. On Bambi? The, yeah, he wore it on his, on his, oh, on shit. his, on his, uh, what he came out with. That's another stupid celebrity. Yeah, 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 Bambi, bro. But, um, nah. So, yeah, and, like, basically... 
Jake Paul has obviously got all this hype around him. Yeah. He's got so much money, this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. He's everywhere, right? Tommy Fury, yes, he had some limelight. He was nowhere near as famous as Jake Paul was, is, in my opinion. In fact, I think pretty clearly, right, Jake Paul basically pulled Tommy Fury into like this huge amount of fame mm. where he was getting loads of hate. And everyone basically said like the whole fate of boxing versus a YouTuber like rests on his shoulders. The pressure, man. The pressure. The pressure. The absolute pressure. And like, here's the thing, yeah. Like, people are obviously saying. So I'm not obviously. I don't watch loads of boxing. I do watch the big fights, and I do enjoy watching it. But like, everyone's. I don't know. Tommy Fury made mistakes and stuff, and people are saying like, I like you know. He's he's supposed to be a boxer, blah blah. But the guy's twenty three years old. Like, if you look at his brother Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury's way older, yeah. way more years of experience. And also, you can't like discredit the fact that there was such a huge amount of pressure on this fight. Like, yes, every fight you're gonna have pressure, but not like this. Not even told your family's gonna disown you. The fate of boxing lies in your the hands. The fate of boxing what lies the, in yeah. your shoulders, right? And in your hands, the whole world. Like, so many people were tuned in and watching. Yeah. He's got like his girl and his newly born daughter at home, oh right? He's thinking probably about them as well. Got all this amount of pressure against this guy who's just been a massive dick and disrespectful Such to your family. And it's like most other boxers at that age never have that kind of pressure. They go on to win world titles like later on after they've in had life. more experience. Yeah. Yeah. So in reality, for someone of his age to have that kind of pressure in a fight, like he he smashed it, man. Hundred percent. He fucking beat Jake Paul. I know it was a split I think he was decision. a clear winner, you know. He was a clear winner. Clear winner. Like he was every, a clear winner. I don't think it was close in terms of like they both performed well, but I think he pr- pretty much won 90% of the rounds. Oh, 100%. Easy, yeah. And even that knockdown, bro, if he got knocked off of balance. It wasn't like off damage. Yeah, yeah. It was off of balance. And yeah, fine, fair enough, it was a knockdown, but you could literally see the way he got up. He was annoyed at himself that he'd let that it happen. Is, yeah. And, um, but yeah, first, uh, Jake Paul, I mean, I'm actually. I'm not surprised. I knew he would take it humbly, and and he did. To be fair, he. I mean, except been, for that, I think he's just been fairly quiet. Did, I, I, did he yeah. do like a speech or anything? Well, like, he said like, "Oh, I got sick a couple of times," and sick. You know, yeah, like in the fight. Like no, like during camp and like he's coming out with the excuses. Yeah, coming out, and then he so did, he's not humble and defeat, no, is he? <laughs> but he did say, "I'm not making excuses." And Tommy was the clear went like yeah. fair and square one. He said, I'm not making excuses, I'm just saying you didn't see me at my best. And I I would argue that statement in itself, you didn't see me at my best, is is fair enough to say. Mm. Because I think anyone performing in those kind of situations wouldn't necessarily perform at their best. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, like, it was a mad fight. It was like... Do you know what? Like, I feel like a lot of the commentators watching it, they were like, you could tell that in their voices, they were like... Yeah, we don't really know anything about either of these fighters, really. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're just like, and um, I feel like people. There's a lot of like stigma around the whole YouTuber boxing thing, and how it's like really bad for the sport. Like, well, I talked to one of my housemates the other day, and he was like, "I just think it's like a disgrace to the art of like boxing and stuff." Mm. I think it's fun. Like they're they're already like Jake Paul's already a good entertainer, and like I think half of boxing is the build up towards it beforehand. That's literally hard. Like that. Like boxing, ultimately, is like months and months of just chat and shit, and then it's you know sometimes could be over literally within sixty seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. Like boxing is just like one big cock tease until like it, like, it lasts like a minute. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like quite yeah, anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like 
Jake Paul, like say what you will about him, he, he's an entertainer. No, he, made, he made that build up so exciting and no, so he interesting. Did. He did, and it makes it made me want to watch it. Do you know what I mean I would never watch like boxing ever, and it yeah, made me yeah, want to watch because yeah, yeah. I want to see this guy get knocked the fuck no, out for sure. It's a shame a knockout didn't happen, but it's calm. I would have loved but, to have seen him got knocked, bro. Also, how did it end up being like one of the most exclusive events? Like, what do you mean exclusive, bro? Did you see the amount of like a list celebrities who were there? Oh yeah, okay. So there was Ronaldo. Okay, kind of fair enough. He lives yeah. in he lives in Saudi Arabia well, now, he does right? Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, but like he was there, like mm-hmm. in his own private box. Why would Ronaldo give a shit about Jake Paul? And like he's not from either of that country. That's so random. This is what it's actually. If you've got the money, though, fuck it, I'd go. Yeah, 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 yeah of yeah. course. But like this is what I'm saying. So he was there, yeah. which is like random. But yeah, mm. then who else was there? Oh, fucking Mike Tyson was there. Really? Mike Tyson was there. Shit. Yeah, Deontay Wilder was there. Oh Why God. was Deontay Wilder there? <laughs> Why? Because he's supposedly like Fury's like toughest opponent or whatever. So it's not, it's kind of weird. Like, was he, who was he there? To support? Why was he there? Yeah. Right? Apparently Kevin Hart was there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently Kevin Hart was there. I feel like the world, world, like, the biggest boxing fights ever, which I don't involve YouTubers, don't have this, this kind of caliber of guests. I don't really understand why it was so mad. Jesus. And then, yeah, man. And so, I don't know, it was just a bit crazy that this was the most exclusive event. So, seeing all of these celebs there made me feel like I wasn't a fool for being excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Before, I was no, like, I'm not a freak. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah, gassed yeah. and I was like, I'm wiped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, no. So, obviously, it was a, it was a thing. But, yeah. Yeah, man. Mate, great! It was a great. I, I love a good scrap. Super entertaining. I, I, I love the boxing fights where there's no technique and they're just fucking swinging for each other. I find that the most entertaining. Nah, but oh, fucking, like, I don't know, man. No, this no. was. I thought this was a good combo. Can we also talk about the moment which I thought was the most exciting moment? Oh, yeah, was really was the. Um, like, I think it was in between maybe the third and fourth round. Yeah. And, um, the one of the interviewers gave, gave the mic to Logan Paul and was like, "So, uh, what do you think, Logan?" He was like. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, it's pretty tight at the moment, but, um, but Tommy, bro, you're a bitch. All the Furies are fucking bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're gassing out, bro. And then like, and then the comments are, oh, we're, we're, we're really sorry about the, the swearing. We, you know, we don't tolerate it. It's just not okay, is it really? Yeah. Um, you can just tell the commentators were so embarrassed. <laughs> like, of course. Something came yeah. And the then screen. he lost. So like, Logan just looks like a bit of a dick now. Yeah, massively. Bro, I can't lie, man. I don't, I said this, uh, with the people I was watching the, uh, the fight with. I don't think that they should allow, like, the uh, people... Who, who was the guy that, that, who went with the... The interviewer. The interviewer or, yeah, whoever he was. Might, yeah. I forgot who He's a famous um, YouTuber okay. who does, like, boxing stuff. Um, but I don't think that, that interviewers should be able to go up to the crowd, like, mid-rounds. Because, like, yeah, because it's supposed to be, like... Well, there's all the build up to it and then when it gets to that it's just them two in the ring and they fight there shouldn't be like any external factors yeah. what if Logan Paul said something that really like got under Tommy's skin and then it's like that's not fair then is it yeah exactly yeah, I, I don't think agree. that's right I don't think that's right completely but agree. also did you see the thing when he was just like oh I had a chat with Jake and I said blah 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 and I was just like this and I love you bro and the, comment, and the interview was like I love you too man <laughs> I missed that. No, That's bro, brilliant. It's so funny he said it, and it's like Logan said that to his brother, not to <laughs> no, you, bro. Hilarious. It was too funny. It was too funny. But yeah, oh, um, but yeah, bro. Next bit of news for you. Cool. Um, and then also in this kind of YouTuber space, yeah. did you hear about like Aiden Ross's brother? No, fam. Aiden Ross apparently has a half brother, which he's denied. But yeah, I'll give you the full background. So Aiden Ross actually got banned from Twitch the other day. 
Did he? Yeah, he got banned from Twitch. So, to put things into perspective, Aiden Ross has been banned like eight times. Oh, okay, right. But so like, this, is, this, this is was apparently a permanent ban. And the reason why... I mean, there's conflicting reasons, but apparently one of the reasons why is because he got caught live-streaming porn on the rival live-streaming platform, Kick. Click. Yeah, Kick. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So he's got like... 7 million followers on Twitch. He's fucking huge. And, uh, yeah, he claims they did it for no reason. But the other stuff I've seen is that basically, apparently on a chat, and I'm not sure if it was on Twitch or Click, but in one of the live stream chats, um, people were commenting, like, loads of hateful stuff. So, like, potentially anti-Semitic. To Aiden Ross. And racist. No, just in the chat they were saying Okay, right. And he didn't, like, moderate that. Didn't moderate that. Is it the duty of the Twitch content creators yeah, to moderate that's, that's stuff like that? Yeah, that broke one of the Twitch's terms and conditions where he wasn't moderating okay. that. Uh, didn't say anything bad about it. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but probably. But yeah, man. So basically, there's this guy who's claiming to be Aiden Ross's half-brother, Miller Ross. And he said that like all of Aiden's decisions as of recently are due to Andrew Tate. Aiden Ross basically got really close with Andrew Tate, like as we've spoken about before. Yeah. It was like really soon after Aiden Ross had a big breakup. And... Uh, yeah, basically, he was, like, super impressionable. There was instant apprehension about their relationship from Aiden's brother. Aiden's brother apparently showed Aiden's dad some of Tate's content, and the dad was, like, super, super concerned. Um, and, yeah, basically, when he heard that Aiden was going to fly out to Romania, his dad tried to, like, stop it and express no. his concerns. And then Aiden Ross just, like, apparently cut him off. Cut his own dad off. Cut his dad off. For Andrew Tate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, man. This is... That's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Dad, you're not the top G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust, trust, trust. Um, This bald Romanian man's my dad now. Yeah, exactly. He, like, cut off his his dad, some aunts and uncles and cousins. His whole family, basically. And a grandparent. Yeah, 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 exactly. So this Miller Ross, Aiden Ross's supposed half-brother, just noted that things have basically... He noticed that things have started to go downhill. Because Aiden Ross even started to referring to women as dishwashers, which is just no. disgusting. And like classic that he's like Andrew Tate kind of thing to say. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. He also tweeted that there are only two genders. That was a quote. Um, and he received loads of backlash for that. There and are only two genders. Yeah. And he received loads of backlash for that, basically. And loads oh, of people just, like, added him. were just like, you're a dick. Well, that's just, like, you're just tweeting. At that point, you're just tweeting that just to, like, just to upset people. So, he said it wasn't aimed at the LGBTQ plus community. What else is it aimed at? He said he basically... That's ridiculous. He said it's a piss people off, but essentially he was saying, like, he wants to cancel cancel culture. I don't really see how the two have got relevance. How, how uh, the two are, like... My tweeting story that might be hurtful to yeah, some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, He was basically just trying to... At the people, oh, uh, he was trying to at the people that like to cancel people. Okay, so that's so to draw the people, the, yeah, the to draw them in. be like, fucking cancel me, bitch. And then right. just like, yeah, yeah, but like, that's still mad aggressive. So he's really modeling himself on Andrew Tate then, saying like things that are going to provoke a reaction and then refusing to be cancelled. Right, exactly, man. Wow. Exactly. That's interesting. I don't really know. This guy's a, needs to watch himself. Jesus. But so yeah, literally man. watching someone be brainwashed in front of us. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basically, Aiden Ross, the, the news is that this guy has got banned off Twitch. Apparently he's got That's his only other. platform. Like, how else does he make content? Well, that's the thing. I mean, so now there's obviously lots of, like, um, streaming platform um, competition. Yeah. So I think there's, like, Rumble, which is, like, Sneeko's moved mm. on to. Um, was he banned off Twitch? 
Sneeko. Yeah, 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 really yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got banned off Twitter. He also was another one who just modelled himself after of Andrew. Tate. Oh, he's just like he literally was copying him. There was, even, there was even a podcast of him saying similar stuff that Andrew Tate would say with like sunglasses on inside and just. And I was just like, oh, just, the one, this is so cringy. You're just copying him. That's like, one that like Myron does. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, just, it was yeah, really yeah. quite embarrassing actually. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, man. So I don't really know, but. You need to chill out, basically. Chill out, man. Chill out. Like, yeah. That's where the foundation of his whole career started. He blew up in like 2022, I think. It was like recently. Was it only 2022? Maybe I think it's been around longer than 20. that. Interesting. I think it was 2022, really blew up. 7 million followers on Twitch is crazy. Yeah. And then to just go like piss out all the way. I don't know why, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously you have to protect your, your the people also who just, got you there. Also just like, be respectful to the fan base that brought you up. Just make content. Do, keep doing the shit that got you there in the first place. Yeah. Don't, stop trying to, yeah. Too, too many weird, weird people on the internet. Exactly. Um, so, Saraf, mm. we've got another d- debate of the week. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I guess so. So, big story broke out last week. Mm. Um, the Roald Dahl books. Do you remember reading those? Child in the Chocolate Factory, The Twits, James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, of Which course. is all that stuff, right? Um, so, the Roald Dahl Story Company, um, which was acquired by Netflix back in 2020... Um, have gotten a lot of trouble this week because they've the public have basically found out that they have been editing the Roald Dahl texts. Uh, and some examples of these changes are that, for example, they've removed the word fat. They've changed, um, they've made Oompa Loompas gender neutral. Okay. Um, there'll be, you know, a scene, for example, with Miss Trunchable where um, she'll say something to a student and the student will reply, yes, sir you know, as a joke, sort of play on their gender. They remove things like that. So they basically edited, made lots of small minor changes to remove any insens- ins- insensitivities from the Roald Dahl text mm. uh, in order to make them timeless and let the text live on and not, not let them um, fade away into obscurity. Mm. Um, so this has sort of brought up quite a big debate. Uh, and also off the back of that, sorry, uh, the James Bond books. Mm. So Ian, Fle- Ian Fleming's texts have also been altered to remove uh, the more racial language that was used and to uh, account for any ins- insensitivities um, of those books that were written in the 50s. So it's all brought up a bit of a debate re- this week about censorship and is it right to censor books of, of authors that have passed away? Sarav, what do you think? Where do you stand on this? Okay, I do think we've got the same stance, but I'm okay. gonna pick. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think you should censor it. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Like, obviously not, because those are the, the that's what that person wrote and intended to do. And yeah, it might not be appropriate for now, but it was appropriate back then. So why are we trying to censor it? Like. Keep it as it was. Don't try and... If you're amending all of these small details, you're kind of changing a quintessential part of, like, that person's style in mm. terms of their, their artistic style. Not necessarily in terms of the way they write, but the way in which they think and they're trying to communicate their ideas, the comedy of their time. You know, you are mincing the insight into the artist's mind, basically. Because, yeah. Do, do you see what I mean? I know what you mean. Do you see what I mean? Like... By changing all these little things, that was quite. They would. So if we're thinking for Roald Dahl and like Matilda, for example, yeah. they're getting rid of the word fat. Miss Trunchbull was supposed to look 
like a bloke. That's the point. Do you not think they're in the modern day context where we're a lot more in tuned to gender? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, gender's a massive you know, debate and it's quite a hot topic at the moment. Do you not think that if kids are going to study these books in school again, that special consideration, and kids who are obviously quite impressionable people, do you not think that these texts should be changed in order to accommodate that and let these stories live on? Because if, 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 if they have all these outdated ideas about gender and things like that, um, they're just not going to be studied in schools, why, are they? Why is that necessarily an outdated the agenda? It could be seen as like mocking. It's, it's Her looking like a bloke is seen as a negative um, aspect of her character. It's supposed to make her more scary. That, that could be seen as offensive to, to trans people. Yeah, okay, that's true. Another example is, for example, um, they've removed that um, Roald Dahl talked about how all witches wear wigs, right? You know, if you've got, you know, an older woman who's, you know, going through chemotherapy and has to wear a wig, what if a kid is reading that in school and then thinks, oh, it's a witch, it's a witch, you know? Kids are impressionable as fuck. You're right. And I think you've got to separate the, the Roald Dahl texts and the James Bond text because... Kids are impressionable, and kids don't don't have the the sense of context that an adult would. Mm-hmm. For us, because we, we're looking at it through an adult lens, if we're if we're reading these texts and we think, oh, well, that was just you know part of the time, and you know that's the charm of them. They've got a little bit of edge to them, and they were a little bit mean spirited in places, but that was just the time. Kids don't have that, mm-hmm. and you know times have changed a lot in the last ten years. For example, in things such as gender. So I think it's yeah, it's an interesting. But then I think that. And it's not a Roald Dahl text. Be wrong to credit him. It's very small change, though. The, like the majority of it stayed the same, and the, the narrative and the stories stayed the same. Okay, I get what you're saying. Mm. It's a tough one, man. But ultimately, I don't know. I think maybe we should instead change the way in which we teach teach about the authors. Mm. I think maybe we should change the way in which we teach about, like, teach Roald Dahl, basically, to explain that there were some outdated texts, to explain that some of the things were intended as jokes. Is a kid going to understand that, though? Well, potentially, man. If a kid understands a joke in, like, an obvious form, which is obviously what Roald Dahl intended, because mm. the stuff he says is supposed to be funny. Yeah. Right? By saying, like, fat and, you know, all of that. That's supposed to be funny. But also, sorry, but there's so much shit like that, man. Let's talk about fucking the film Grease. Right? Yeah. Was it Grease? Not Grease. Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Yeah? You know, tr- is her name Tracy? The main character. Have you seen Hasbro? I've seen Hasbro. Okay, fine. Oh <laughs> John Travolta plays a woman. Does he? In the in the musical. Really? Yeah. In the music. Yeah, John Travolta plays a woman. Mm. Well, she, she, yeah, in the musical, I'm pretty sure. What the film? Yeah. And in the musical, I'm pretty sure the same character that John Travolta plays is played by a man. So, for example, do you think that Little Britain? Mm. Um, so we're shifting away from literature, but do you That's listen fine. to Britain? Do you think that should like be removed from no, streaming services? Absolutely not. Should, yeah? Absolutely not. Well, even even with like you know, come fly with me, for example, which was the sort of the follow up to Little Britain that had like you know blackface in it, for example, of people David Walliams doing impressions of like, do you know what I mean? Like people get offended by stuff like that these days, you know. But then do you think it should so- be removed? Or no, do you think- not at all. Not at mm. all. I think the beauty of stuff like Little Britain yeah. and Come Fly with Me is that it was supposed to be so ridiculous that it was mocking the stereotypes that people had of other people. 
That's what so I you think. you think it was mocking the stereotypes rather than the people? Absolutely. Do you think so? Because it took the stereotypes to such extremes to be like, mm. in my eyes, it was like, look at what you think of people. It's ridiculous. That's what I thought it, was, that's what it meant to me, basically. Yeah. That's what it meant to me. And like, Matt Lucas, as a gay man, yeah. let his mate, David Walliams, do an impression of like Moses, for example... He was like a gay character. Yeah. If he's cool with that, then it's okay. Well, okay, not necessarily, but yeah. you get what I'm trying to say. I think the whole point is it's supposed to be so ridiculous. Mm. The way in which Moses ran, you know, with like his hands up and kicking his heels out or whatever, like, who runs like that? It's such a ridiculous it's stereotype. It's such a ridiculous stereotype, and I think that's what they were playing on yeah. to say it's such a ridiculous stereotype. I think there is an argument to be made that, like, bearing in mind these things would never be made now because it is offensive mm. right and there would be a lot of people who would find that quite upsetting to watch that yeah um, that we we should view these things in culture like Roald Dahl or Little Britain like as pieces of history yeah fine and yeah they might like Little Britain isn't relevant anymore yeah but we can look back on it and the lens of like oh well that would never be made now we know that's offensive and mm. no one's making that that kind of content anymore mm. um interesting I think that's such a huge thing to say about intent as well and like what's intended yeah. by by doing something just just sorry to throw a spanner in the works mm-hmm. here Roald Dahl is a kind of a known anti-Semite okay fine so I think I think this is where it's all come from so the the family had to come out and apologise for some of the remarks that Roald Dahl had made about the Jewish community and I think what the Roald Dahl story company doing by all the corrections I think it's a reaction to that yeah it's like so paranoid that we don't want to be associated with that anti-semitic rhetoric well, fine. that we're going to sort of obviously that changes things slightly yeah. i think i think that's well, quite a from. lot that does change things but yeah i don't know man like for me it's like you don't feel like the comedy genre as a whole is kind of just like dying because mm. people are afraid to i think it's because people are afraid of offending people do you remember frankie boyle where's he yeah I'd, i've not seen he's him Scot- he's scottish. scottish guy was known for like, oh he was on Mock the Week. Yeah, and he was known yeah, yeah. for the most extreme offensive comedy that was like you sort of feel bad for laughing, but it was funny. Um, like where's he now? Yeah, man, you don't see it. Like you just can't in this in this um, in this day and age. Right. You know? The only place I see like proper like funny com- comics is when I go to like Top Secret Comedy Club. Yeah, but, like even comedy films, if you think about it, they're just not so funny anymore. Um, no well, but actually, any. if you think about it, Sarav, what was the last pure just a comedy film. No, it was right. one genre and it was just comedy. Only ages ago. They don't make them anymore. They didn't make them anymore. Do you remember like there was a, like back in the early, in the noughties there was like Seth Rogen comedy films. There was like the Stoner comedy films. There was the sort of American Pie, the sort of like cruise like comedy. There was like so much different comedy films and now they don't make them. Yes. And do you know what the reason is? Why? It's because you've got films like Every Marvel film is full of a, is a joke every five minutes. You can't have comedy by itself as a genre. It has to be a romantic comedy or an action comedy or a superhero comedy. Do you know what I mean? Or like a like you can't have comedy by itself. I think it's, it's such a shame. Do you know why though? It's because they don't want to make someone the subject of a joke because they're scared of offending people. Do you reckon? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. A lot of those naughties comedies you watch now, offensive as fuck. Yeah, it's yeah, offensive, yeah. offensive, yeah. but funny because yeah. they're jokes. They're very much a product of their time. Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe- yeah, I was I was listening to an interview with Seth Rogen who was talking about this, and he was like, "Yeah, like I don't make those Seth Rogen comedies anymore because there's just no demand for them. Like no one wants to watch them. People get their comedy in other films, like which is I think I think sad. I miss 
the days where you just stick on a 90 minute comedy kick your feet back and have a laugh for a bit you know yeah but, mm-hmm. I don't know I just find it like interesting because stuff like Family Guy which I believe is still going on I think so yeah why is it not why is that like who calls that out it's supposed to be it's horrendously eventually it's, exactly, it's, like, yeah. it's so fucking South Park and shit. Yeah, South yeah, Park yeah. as well like but like yeah man I don't know I just feel like mm. okay Roald Dahl him being an anti-Semitic would have been nice to have gone into that debate now yeah, with, sorry, I just sort of with, that, with, that, with that information <laughs> however I don't know I think like as you said I think you can treat things as a place in, like as having history I don't necessarily those things should be taken out I think it should be caveated to say that some viewers might find this stuff maybe a disclaimer however this is how Roald Dahl wrote it if you want to pay a tribute to the person the artist who wrote that stuff then you've got to you've got to leave it as it is yeah you've got to leave it as it is that's my opinion interesting so that's our debate of the week nice yeah 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 yeah. Um, right so what's our next topic well we'll keep this one pretty brief yeah um but yeah, I know you mentioned it briefly, but mate, Drake had this whole, uh, what is it, moody conversation. Yeah, yes, I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? I, I, yeah, I watched like half of it, but I got the gist. I've yeah, like, seen, seen a lot of clips on TikTok and stuff. Okay, cool. So for those of you who don't know, but I imagine you would have seen it now, at least in clips. Lil Yossi and Drake are basically mates. And like they had this conversation on the beaches of Turks and Caicos. And uh, yeah, man, Drake's basically just like the biggest wet wipe. <laughs> he is a zesty, zesty bloke. Bro, he's just such a fucking weirdo. Like, he's so, like, I don't know, man. He's just such an interesting character. There's no one quite like him. He's just so fucking moist, bro. He's a little bit odd, isn't he? I, he's, I, he's an odd guy. I, I, I was watching it, and I couldn't really tell. So, are they really high? Like, they, they just seem something quite, like, he just seemed a little bit like, like you ought to be like, you know, you're, you, you ought to be like, yeah, you're, you're kind of old, man. He'd be like... And he just looks so offended, and he'd be like, "Your heart broken." Like, oh shit, man! Like, yeah, it's just like yeah, it was yeah. just a weird thing. And like he'd say stuff like, "Yeah, yeah, I just left twenty-five. I'm sorry, I just left just, thirty-five. So you're thirty-seven, yeah, right? Yeah, Don't yeah. lie. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck's they left thirty-five? Yeah. Just say you turned twenty thirty-six. What the fuck? He's thirty-seven. He's not just left thirty-five. I left thirty-seven. Uh, and just like shut the fuck yeah. up, man. And then what? What are the other things like? I love how Little Yachty just took the piss. I actually really like the fact that it was basically an interview where Little Yachty was the interviewer because I actually just think slightly he was a good roasting interview. him all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. I've never, I've not seen Little Yachty like I've seen Little Yachty in like interviews, and he was on um, the Cave with Kenny Beats, and he's not come across very well. Yeah, yeah. This interview, he came across, he came across really, really well, well, and I was like, "Fuck it, give me, give me weekly episodes yeah. of this podcast." I was super impressed by how he just led that conversation. 100%, yeah, 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 yeah. It was impressive, and like also like there. are Maybe like there should be more podcasts just set on a beach. Mm. Oh, there's a great setting. Like they were both relaxed. I think it was great. One day, man. One day. One day. Yeah. yeah. I actually have a great goals. idea for our set one day. Go on. I'll, I'll tell you outside of the pod. Okay. I don't yeah, yeah. Steal it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Grace hinted at the the one of the main things which to take away was the fact that he hinted at graceful exit. Mm. Uh, this is interesting. I I don't think he'll retire for a long time. Mm. Okay. I think it's, like he's too. It's interesting you said this because he's never alluded to this at all. Um, I mean, first of all, what are your thoughts on Drake? Do you think he's overrated, underrated? Um, nah, I don't think he's over- overrated. Mm. I think he's done a lot for the world of music. Yeah. And whilst he's churned out so many shit songs, he's churned so out fucking bangers as well. Like, 
and he's, and he's been consistent. Yeah, he's had a couple hits and at least a couple hits in every album. His early albums had more hits. Agreed. Like agreed. By Care had so many. Bro, some of his albums were like well, almost completely listen of like yeah, but no skips, yeah, no, no skips. skips, yeah, yeah. But obviously recently less so. Mm. I don't necessarily think he'll have a graceful exit, but maybe. He alluded to something that was interesting. He kind of said he wants to work on more projects that he thinks are cool and he fucks with, yeah. So, I guess if he does that, that's kind of cool. Because it's not necessarily grateful, a graceful exit, but it's him just doing what he wants to do. And in my that's eyes, that's graceful. That is what I want to see from Drake. Yeah. So, this, this, yeah, this summer he came out with an album. It was a surprise album called Honestly Nevermind. Did you listen to it? Yeah. So, that was like... The house. It was like a, basically a deep house album. And it had like Black Coffee as one of the producers on it. And it was like, if you like Passion Fruit, it was like that kind of vibe, right? It was like that sort of like, kind of repetitive, but kind of like you'd play, it, you'd play it on like a beach club in Ibiza sort yeah. of vibe. I fucking loved that album. Yeah. And everyone hated it. Like the amount of hate that got that album got, because he wasn't properly rapping. But I was like, dude, for, for once, Drake is trying something that, he's like trying something different. Like the amount of times like, I think since 2016, Drake's, Drake's done Views, and then he did um, More Life in Scorpion, um, and then was it Certified Lover Boy? Like yeah, he he's just been view. playing it safe. Like every album's just like no, no, every album's just like yeah, it's another Drake album. There's no like oh that's a different sound you're trying. Yeah, this was the first yeah. time. Was, oh shit, he's trying something different, and he got so much hate for it. Oh, and, then that, and then he sort of followed that up with that um, collab album with 21 Savage. Oh bang. Good which album, which I liked, but I I just want him to, as he said, I want him to like start swinging for the fences more. And just go do like some, just do some weird sounds, like try something new. Yeah, and I think if he if he's just going to retire by let's say the age of forty, I want to see him do more interesting stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but no, nah, I do think it's a shame how like people try and put musicians in boxes because it means that they then can't span mm. out and like. I, as you know, I went back and listened to all of Drake's songs. Yes. Because uh, I never really got into him. Mm. Found an appreciation for him as, a, uh, you know, as an artist. Uh, I really like the first, the So Far Gone. Yeah. Yeah, the mixed And then, what was the other one? That was my favourite. Was it more? No, it wasn't more like. It was... Uh, was it an early one? Uh, semi-early. I forgot what it was. Nothing it was the same. Take, uh, nothing was the same. Oh, yeah. It was the one, one with his head, like... Yes, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. was the same. But, um... um he, he made a song with a rock band. I think it was called Call It Off. Oh, or Let's the, Call It Off. Is that the one with um, Bjorn something? Bjorn, yes. Let's yeah, yeah. Bjorn are the people that off. do that. <laughs> they're, that, they're that band, yeah, yeah. Right. That was when like hip-hop and, like was really influenced by like indie rock and yeah. stuff like that. Because indie rock was the biggest... Um, was like the biggest genre at the time mm. and then like hip-hop just borrowed so much like yeah, it was influenced yeah. so much by indie rock so, well. yeah but like that's what I'm saying for the people who are hating on Drake or whatever yeah. bruv listen to that song and you'll realise this guy let him, let him fuck around with some shit let him do shit you might yeah. find another genre and he might then yeah. live for fucking ever uh, my, but, pro- my problem with Drake is that I feel like since he's turned like, thir- like the last seven years I feel like he's trying to he's still rapping as if he's in his early 20s like most yeah, people, right. most old. people when they get to a certain age in hip hop, like look at J Cole, look at Kendrick, they're rapping about more mature themes. Oh, they've massively, got, they've got families, they've got wives. They're like, they're sort of, they're not rapping about like getting money, fucking bitches, going to strip club. Like it's kind of, especially for like um, for CLB, when he's like, he's doing like songs like Way Too Sexy with Future. It's like, dude, you're like thirty six, <laughs> and you're like, it's just it, it, 
it's like I feel like he needs to mature as an oh, artist massively, now. Man. He, he, needs, he needs to take more creative risks and do some work with some different sounds, or he needs to like just start like find a girl that's like your age and like like if he he should have just dated Rihanna. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got like you think about Jay Z. He's rapping about his like you know marriage and relationship with Beyonce. Like Drake's got nothing like that to rap about. Like he's still rapping about the same shit that he was rapping about when he was in his twenties. Um, yeah, yeah. he's just not fucking around. But no, if he does announce his retirement, I just hope he comes out with some more exciting stuff. Yeah, for sure. Opinion. But um, bro, anyway, let's. Uh, I know you had a question for me that you I've got a, to, to cap off the episode. I've got a would you rather? Okay. Hit me with it. I actually like made this one up myself. Okay, I'm ready. I made this one up. So, okay. So you've got two options. Would you rather, every time you sneeze, you change gender, or every time you hiccup, you get explosive diarrhea instantly that lasts for five working days? <laughs> so let me repeat that. You every time you sneeze, mm. you change gender, mm. or every time you hiccup, you get explosive diarrhea instantly the moment you hiccup, and it lasts. It doesn't just go. That's not it. You don't just clean. It lasts for five days, five working days. So imagine, right? You sneeze, right? Mm. But then you go for the double sneeze. Back, you're back to you're back to male Sarah. Let's say I do three sneezes. Some. If you do three sneezes, women, man, woman again, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I, can I, can I fake a sneeze and like induce it? No, 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 And you've got to explain to everyone what's happened. What would you rather? Or every time you hiccup, shit. So let's say you hiccup right now. You've had a bit too much beer. Shit everywhere, all over the sofa. You got to explain that to to Hallie, Hallie staff. I'm sorry, I've got this condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I can't lie. I think I'd. I think I'd rather the hiccup diarrhea. Really? Yeah. Because hiccups do happen less, I think, than sneezes. Way less, man. Way less. Can you imagine? But like, dude, like, I don't think you realise how much poo this would be, though. This is like instant diarrhea. Like, no, diarrhea. you can't change the rules. It hasn't. Well, I said, I said, my, my initial description said instant diarrhea. Yeah, instant Explo- diarrhea. Oh, sorry, explosive. Let me instant explosive diarrhea. Yeah, okay, fine, bro. The thing is, yeah, having two genders would be like difficult. I mean, sorry, two sexes would be difficult. You'd need two separate IDs. Imagine you get to like border control. Yeah, and you, you've, it's hay fever season. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's not like it's a superpower, but to be fair, it kind of is a super. Maybe. Oh, he's. I've, no, I've changed my mind. You gender. My mind. I've changed, just go be there. Do you get hay fever, Sarah? Yeah, bro. If I got, if I did the, the steez thing, I'd be fucked, dude. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd be flip flopping. No, but like, I'd find a really good doctor that could like help me condition it. No, Bro, is, you, you can't can, cure this. You can't cure this. Yeah, you can. No, no, there's no loopholes in no, it. No, there is. There's no yes, there is. Here. Yes, <laughs> there is. If, I, if the world is complicated enough for me to change gender when I'm sneezing, then it's complicated. Sorry, sex when I'm sneezing. Then it's complicated enough for me to fucking find a cure to it to help me control my sneezes. Because, bro, I'm committing crimes. <laughs> I'm committing crimes. I'm robbing banks. Bro, as John Cena said, you can't see me. You see a man, different. you see a woman running out. <laughs> On the CCTV. Where is she? Don't worry about it. 
I'm back to Mansara. Do you know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm getting away. It wasn't me. I tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bam. I'm no, pulling no, up. No, that's not me. I yeah, yeah, I'm pulling up the shaggy, bro. It, was, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you me on a sofa? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> bro, that's the one I'm going for. That's okay, sneezing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneezing, Sarah. Okay, it's decided. It's decided. What nice. do you think? I would probably. Oh, it's a tough one. This. I would probably do. No, I think purely. I'd probably do the poo myself. Thing. Oh my god! Well, the reason is that my hay fever in summer is just atrocious. Like, Find the um, cure, man. Like no amount of antihistamines could like. This room would be full of poo if if if, if like. Honestly, I couldn't do it. So I'd have to do the, um, yeah, I'd have to do the gender one. The sneezing one? No, sorry, the diarrhea one, diarrhea one. The diarrhea one. I've got my wires crossed there, but yeah, I'd have to do the diarrhea one, I think. I don't hiccup that much. I wouldn't want to be around you, bro. We're drinking beer and this podcast is dangerous. <laughs> You're playing a dangerous yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing a dangerous game. Dangerous Your game. arse is writing checks. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Um, but yeah, cool. Guys, uh, this has been episode seven. Fucking can't seven? believe it. Episode seven, seven is crazy. But episode seven of the Longer Than Life podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've got this far um, and listening to our shit chat, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you like what you heard, please do go follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a rating. Leave us a thumbs up on the latest video. Helps, leave us a review. Comment everything. Honestly, we really appreciate it. And also, if you've um, got a shorter attention span, you like the TikToks, you like the Instagrams, you want to just see little clips of us, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok um, at LargerThanLife underscore LTL, Lama Tango Lama, um, for more content there. Um, so, guys, yeah. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the next episode of Larger Than Life. Cheers, guys. Peace out.